All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Toilets to Titles. This is episode number 156. This is week 14 of the NFL season, which is also likely this used to be the last week of the fantasy football regular season. Uh, well, the, this, I'm sorry, week 13 usually was the last week of the fantasy football regular season. And week 14 used to be the first week of the playoffs. But if you're in, unfortunately, if there's a chance you're out, you got another week. So you, you got to keep treading water. But if you're out, but there's, you know, a chance you can get in, this is your week. This is your week to make it happen. And man, we, I know our Patreons already. Uh, Patreon.com backslash toilets to titles. So we get we put a 15 minute episode out every week, just a cheat sheet on every move to try to make to help you get over the top. And like right now, week 14, getting ready to get into the playoffs. Like this is crunch time. So I know those guys and gals are ready. And I'm ready to talk some some NFL, some fantasy football with my man, my co-host, who's here with me yet again this evening. That's Justin Stevens at Justin FF underscore on the Twitter. Justin was cooking. Hey, uh, what's happening, coach? Had a busy day. I'm ready to relax. Ready to talk some football. I am especially ready to talk about the Frankenstein playoffs, baby. Well, I mean, why don't we go go with it? Let, let's 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 talk about it right now, man. That's our brand. That that's our thing. So talk about it, baby. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't want to dangle it out there and make the people wait. All right, let's dangle it. I, I, I always I'm always I'm always for a good dangle. You know. Hey, nice to see you too, Uncle Steve. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready too, man. This is year three of the Frankenstein Listener League. So if you're new to Toilets to Titles, uh, you might not yet understand what that is. But we'll be talking about it now, well, shortly. We'll be talking about it all off season, and we'll be adding 36 teams to this league next year. And it is, it is, uh, it's a monster. I think there's really not much else I can say about it. But however you're listening, uh, if you're listening on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, which we're on all of those, YouTube, we greatly appreciate it. Throw us a five-star review, Apple Podcasts. It will get read on the show, and it'll be greatly appreciated. And it's a good way to get free entry into Frankenstein, which is a $25 value. Go ahead, Justin. The next five-star review on Apple Podcasts gets a C.D. Lamb rookie card. Boom. C.D. Lamb rookie card, man. Handed it out. It's Christmas. <laughs> we, we got we got Santa right here. Excellent. I might have to go write a five-star Apple review so I can get a chance. Uh, <laughs> uh, also, if you're on the YouTube, uh, subscribe to the show, like, comment. All that stuff helps the algorithm, helps us get found by anybody searching for fantasy football content. So that's uh, the basic stuff. We are doing something uh, for anybody who does subscribe from December 1st to December 25th. On December 1st, we are at 800, excuse me, 829 subscribers on YouTube. We are up to 841. And what we're doing is we're donating $2 per new subscriber from December 1st to December 25th to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital. So um, it's, you know, it's a charity that I've donated to in the past and I plan on donating to again. And hopefully, you know, Jason already said he's going to match it at BFT Jason, Jason on the Twitter, at BFTG Jason on the Twitter from the Blitz. He's already said he's matched it. So whatever we donate, he's going to match. Go ahead, Justin. Somebody else said they were going to match it as well on the team, and I can't remember who it was. So we actually have two guys on the team now that are going to match it. So yeah. that's six dollars out of our pockets for every uh, for for every um, sub. So uh, you know, you get down close to the, you. We all have dinners. We all have Christmas dinners going on just before Christmas. Go around, tell all your family members to grab all their phones and uh, hit that subscribe and break the bank. Man, or if you're lighting the menorah and you got your family members together for that, you know, you you grab their phone and, and you hop on there, man. Yeah. And uh, it's going to make us pay up. And, and it's 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 helping a good cause. And also, 
you know, with the Frankenstein, I already stated that if I win, I suffered my first loss this week. So that was devastating. I'm limping into yeah, the playoffs, right but uh, I already stated. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened, man. But if if I win, I already announced I'm going to donate all of my winnings to the St. Jude's children. We're, we're trying to help out. We're trying to do our part so hey, you coach, can help you, us help you're, us uh, you're by going ahead. And, uh, oh, no. I, I just um, phased yeah, out. I'm going to give you a chance to dip out and maybe uh, try to reconnect here. I'll go ahead and jump in with the Frankenstein stuff. How about yeah. that? Um, so, uh, yeah, take over. Uh, let me, let me, let me go get my, have, uh, I'll go get my wire. I forgot to hardwire. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. So Frankenstein listeners league guys, this is what it's all about. This is our brand Frankenstein baby. So I'm excited. I've been working on this all day, trying to crunch these numbers. I was at work. I was at a coffee house trying to help tutor and, and, uh, and help these kids one-on-one because it's, I'm an online teacher, so I'm, I'm helping them one-on-one at a coffee house. And while I have them on one side of the table working, I'm over here crunching numbers for you guys, for you fine folks, so that I could come up with the brackets. I want to preface this by saying the top 20 that make it in, your brackets on the uh, My Fantasy League site, it's not going to make any sense. You're, you will not be able to pay attention to the bracket to watch your team as you advance. The way this works, the top 20 teams make it into the playoffs. Only the top two seeds get a bye. Those top two seeds, I'll go ahead and reveal those first. Number one, Demonic Infusion, Joshua. Joshua, man, you did it. Like, you're you're a whiz. You're a brainiac. Um, I think you came back at the very end because I feel like last week when we were announcing this, we had Coach as the number one. Uh, Coach took that loss this week, and you moved right up into that number one slot. So um, Joshua from Fusion FFB, check out his podcast. He gets the number one seed and the bye. The number two seed and the only other buy is the man whose shoulder we're looking at right now. Coach Sheps, you still got that number two seed, so you get that buy as well. The next 18 teams on this list, okay, the next 18 teams uh, will all be battling each other in an in a all-out bloody bath here, all right? A monstrous bath. So there's 18 teams, and only six of you 18 are going to advance. Coach, I don't know if you missed it, but you did rake in the number two seats. So you even That's what I like loss, to hear. Yeah, even with the loss, you still get that buy. Okay, so you and Joshua, uh, Joshua uh, from Fusion got the one seat. So you guys are the two that get the buy. You will be locked into the second round. These other 18 teams that I'm about to announce, and I'm not really sure, Coach, where you got eight from. I don't know if you felt like uh, uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin Fry. I don't know where you got eight from. It, you're not eight. No, <laughs> but, I think he said eight as in it was 8 p.m. And he wanted oh, us to start. Gotcha. 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 Uh, All right. Um, but but you're the one that, that keeps asking, so I'm not going to reveal you yet. Um, but uh, <laughs> so we've got the, uh, the, the top or the next 18 seeds. Only six of you will advance. So it, according to the bracket, like I said, you can't pay attention to the bracket for the main uh, tournament because of how we have to set up the first round. Um, all you can do is, out of these 18, the six of you that score the most points will go on to face Joshua and Coach in the second round. I'm not going to read it off by number. I'm just going to read off the names. And uh, the first one will be the three seed, and the last one will be the 20 seed that barely made it in off the bubble. But we got the Balrog, which is Eric, um, uh, uh, writer, uh, former writer for uh, Toilets and Titles, or in-season writer. Um, Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Heisman, that's at Hannah Martin NN. 
Um, then the Headless Horseman at Jack's Commish. I kind of revealed to him earlier that he was the 5C because we had a, a side conversation going on. Uh, Finn Rear at Pope's FFH. So I was glad to see him in. We met him at Canton. Really solid dude, so I'm glad to see that he made it in. Our, uh, our boy Alex, um, Abominable Snow Person, you are in. M- uh, Mumra St. Brown, that is at Is This Just FF. Uh, you are in. The nine scene is Dracula at Cruiser128. The Crypt Creeper, our, uh, our boy Rich's boy, um, Keegan, actually outseeded Rich. He got the 10 seed. Um, and so uh, um, Demog- Demogorgon is at Swift FF Dynasty. That's Jonas. That's my man, Jonas. There you go. There you go. He's from Sweden. The next man is also your man. He's everybody's man. He is our our team mascot, the infamous Uncle Steve, Funkle Steve. <laughs> Funkle Steve. He made it in as the 12 seed. Um, and I'm, I'm never going to try to pronounce that monster uh, name. Uh, it's the oldest monster on television in the history ever, Mephistopheles or something like that. I guess I will try to. Maybe I got Mephist- it. Mephistopheles. So, I don't know. But anyway, Uncle Steve. Uncle Steve is a monster of, of his own. Um, L, I can never pronounce El Kakui. El Kakui, Rich, our boy Rich, you're in. The Kraken, Brett Miller, you're in. Um, uh, 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 the Gray Reaper, Jared Gray, you're in. And here it is, the moment that Coach Fry has been waiting for. You are in the playoffs, my man. You 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 made it in as the 16 seed. So congratulations, Nate, our boy Nate is in the playoffs. Chupacabra. Um, Revenge of Bakerstein um, at He Hate Me. Karen Barrel, one of our first ever um, uh, freebie giveaway winners, uh, is, made it in as the 19. And then the man on the bubble that barely made it in is at Gary Gillespie, Mecha Godzilla the Drilla. Now, that, that's Rich's buddy as well. All of the other teams in Frankenstein, you're still in it for something, okay? You, we're going to give away T-shirts. We're going to give away free entries to next season. Um, um, I got some other ideas I need to kick around with uh, um, uh, George and Rich before I promise it. Uh, I'm hoping to chip in a little extra side cash on our own uh, to get you a nice little prize, a little Toilet Titles prize uh, for, for those of you that are in those as well. Also, if you have stuck around with us, if you've made it to this point and you've, you've still been setting a lineup, which is about 58 of the 60 that's here now, you're at least going to get invited into next season's uh, Frankenstein Listeners League. So thank you very much for your support. We absolutely love you guys. We have a ton of fun doing this every year. And stay tuned for next season's Frankenstein oh, um, uh, Rules uh, episode. Yeah, we'll be getting together. We'll be bringing on anybody who wants to join from the actual Frankenstein League that isn't a member of Toilets and Titles. We'll be asking you to come on. We will break down what we feel the issues are with the league and what we feel are the great things about the league. And then we will uh, put that all in a pot. We'll mix it up. We'll throw in some new spices and some new sugar and hopefully make something uh, pretty tasty for the upcoming season, man. But this has been a hell of a ride. The first two years, my teams were terrible. So I, I'm, I'm excited to finally make it to a playoff, especially when the field is so large, you know what I mean? So I'm definitely looking forward to this. So it's exciting to see everybody in the chat, man. We got Chuck Steele. Chuck Steele, yeah. you're out, but you're still in the consolation, you know? So, yeah. so that, that's 
something to look forward to. Fry saying he's lucky 16. My boy Sven, he said he's not going to be repeating. Last year he won the title. He wants me to take it down. I will do my best, man. I will absolutely do my best. All right, so uh, that does it for Frankenstein discussion. And I apologize for my glitch. Usually I – so full disclosure, before I came on tonight, I was over a friend of mine's house. I, I, I booked Disney travel and planned Disney travel. And I have friends who – son has been in my son Emmett's class for like last five or six years and they're going to Disney for the first time and the kids don't know yet so hopefully they're not watching this and they needed help planning their trip so I was over there for like two hours going through everything I ran down I set this up and I forgot to plug in my hardwire amateur amateur hour over here at the title so I apologize Justin you want to briefly touch on the uh, weekly schedule what it's going to be the rest of the season um Yes, absolutely. And I'm glad that you mentioned that because I had forgotten to bring up the show notes. So here we are. Monday nights is the Patreon supporter show with uh, with Joe knows the waiver wire episode that is for Patreons only. So again, we want to remind you, check us out. Patreon.com slash toilets and titles. I believe it's the $5 level that gets you that episode. $3 level, a steal of a deal, gets you into just the, the group me chat with all of the minds behind Toilets and Titles. Tuesday nights right here with us, the flagship show at 8 p.m. That's right. We have a name. Uh, followed by the 9 p.m. show, uh, H2H, with with Nino and Jared over there doing awesome stuff and a lot of awesome stuff in the works coming don't up. Forget, don't forget Clutch Russ. Clutch Russ Clutch is in Russ. there as well, head to head. Right, I always, I, I, I always forget, and I don't know how. I don't know how to forget. He's like, he's like the concrete. He's the mold that holds those two together. Um, oh, they need him for sure. Yeah, yeah. Like they used to be, they used to be a good show. Now they're a great show because they, they, have- they if, if he wasn't in the middle, man, they would just be two like a cat and a dog just going at each other like yeah. nonstop for an hour. Right, right, which is also kind of entertaining. So, um, but uh, uh, Wednesday, six thirty a.m. DUD down under Dynasty with our boys uh, Ben and Matt. Um, just right where you would imagine down under Dynasty would be live from Australia. Uh, Eight p.m. Joe knows on Wednesday nights, and then after that, D to D the gambling show. That's kind of like Toilets and Titles after dark. Make sure the kids are in bed. But that's around nine thirty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Friday nights, um, we say 7 p.m., but that can kind of fluctuate depending on our busy schedules. TGIF with myself and George. Uh, this week, it's going to be myself, and we don't know yet. George is uh, living the high life. He calls it a, a work trip, um, but uh, <laughs> but uh, it'll it'll be me and somebody. Uh, I'm not really sure yet, just, just at the moment. But that's also followed by uh, Nate and um, – uh, or not Nate. Um, Nino and Jared, and I believe that they it's just the two of them, right? On the yes, and Debbie that's, that's P2P. They usually have guests, and like they've been bringing on man, like Tajay Spears, oh, yeah. you know, uh, might have Carson Steele coming on soon. Again, uh, who knows about that, man? We we they had the voice of Ball State coming on, I believe he had Nino booked uh, starting wide receiver for the University of Colorado. Uh, I should mm-hmm. probably mention his name. But it is booked, and that's going to be very interesting because with all the stuff going on with Deion Sanders going there and that speech Deion Sanders gave the other day, to get a firsthand opinion on what it was like being a player in that room. You know, he's going into his sophomore sophomore season. He plans on sticking it out. You know, it's it's going to be very interesting. I'm just scrolling in, into me and Nito's chat. I'm trying I'm trying to find those his name. Guys, I feel like I'm dropping those, those the ball. players out there in Colorado looked like they, they were – they were scared to lose their jobs and they had one win all season and Dion's coming in telling them, Hey, uh, um, 
what was he kept saying? I, here I come or I'm coming. bringing my baggage. Yeah. And I'm bringing my bags with me. Yeah. Like, be ready to uh, house. Yeah. Jordan Tyson is the wide receiver's name from, from the university of Colorado. I apologize. Right. So nice. man, bring it on the players. Yeah. Can you, can you not tell we're a little bit excited about what those guys are doing over there? Yes. Um, Saturday nights, 9 PM dash of DFS show. That's uh that is great for your DFS lineups. I had the privilege of being able to sit in and produce an episode last week, and I had a lot of fun watching that show. I don't play DFS, so I don't typically watch that show, just being honest. I'll pull it up, and I'll let it play while I'm working, but I've never really put my focus into it since I don't play DFS, and I was entertained. I was actually entertained. I had fun watching the show, so I'm going to have to either start playing DFS um, just so I can listen to the show more or just straight up listen to the show. Um, Sunday mornings, 1030, the blitz. That's a fun one. I was able to, um, host or co-host on that one to help Mike out and all the other guys that, by the way, uh, uh, the guys over at break from the grind, um, uh, George, um, uh, George and Jason out there doing, uh, doing the Lord's work, right. Doing, uh, the, getting all the, uh, the kids, uh, toys for tots toys from, uh, um, a couple of different locations target. And, uh, and I was told not to mention the blue store for some reason, but, uh, out there getting all these presents for these kids around the holidays, they did that live on the blitz as well. And they showed us all the toys that they were able to get with their donations. Those guys are incredible. We're, we are very fortunate to have been able to build the team that we've got. We've got a yeah. bunch of incredible guys on this team. We appreciate you guys just for being good gentlemen. Um, and I'll be on the blitz again this Sunday as well, because they're shorthanded again this week. So, uh, he says good uh, gentlemen. I don't know if so. I, I don't know if some of them would find that as a compliment called <laughs> calling them good gentlemen. Uh-huh. <laughs> some of them are. may not, but I mean it as a compliment, man. Shout out to Kevin Mack in here talking about Beckham to Dallas, man. I don't know. Now they're saying, uh, I had a bet on the bathroom board. If you're not familiar with the bathroom board, that's where all the junk we talk to each other in the off season, we actually get to put it on paper. And at the end of the year, we discuss our disagreements and we discuss who won and we actually crown a bathroom board champion. And I had a bet with Jared Gray. I believe that, uh, I thought Beckham would play, you know, and I didn't think he Dallas wasn't even an option. I just thought he'd play a snap during the regular season. I wanted to see him go to green Bay, which isn't going to happen. Now, you know, they don't sound too confident that he is going to play at all prior to the playoffs at all. I suppose he hasn't even worked out for any of these teams. So none of these teams have actually seen him move. It's a little nerve wracking. So, you know, he's he's he was with Micah Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, uh, Des Bryant was out there. They're at the Mavericks game. And all what I do know is if he chooses to not go to Dallas, it will be very embarrassing. With the amount of courting they're doing. (laughs) Yeah. You know. Yeah, but yeah, they be. put up 56 points last week. I mean, honestly, I think that both them and Buffalo kind of need need him equally. You know, like it's not – Where it's would not you go? Must. Where would you go? I I wouldn't want to play in the cold, so I'm going to go to Dallas. You, I want to play you in that take, You take Dak over uh, Josh Allen? I mean, also you got to consider the, the fact they're in the NFC. It's going to be a little bit easier yeah. road to the Super Bowl. Especially with Garoppolo going down, man. Yeah. 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 Oh, Danny Cahill's in here too, man. He's talking, he's talking about the Giants. Uh, it's still it's still on the table, man. That's it's definitely still on the table. And George, George said that uh they donated over sixty five hundred worth of toys with help from Scott Fish and Fantasy Cares, man. So that that is absolutely phenomenal. They are they are studly gentlemen, they are great guys. 
And uh, Jason was doing that from space, man, orbiting the Earth yep. In, yep. in his rocket ship. So the, the fact he was able to coordinate that is, is absolutely phenomenal. All right. We talked about Frankenstein. We talked about toiletsandtitles.com. Do we want to drop what we have in the works with the website? Are we ready to discuss that yet? Or We're ready because I only have one more step I have to do, and I have like two weeks to do it. So I'm going to be able to get that taken care of hopefully this Let weekend. them know, man. Let them know. So I'm excited to announce that we do have an affiliate now on the website. I did not get the banner ready, but we do have uh, an affiliate on the website. So if you are interested in purchasing any kind of NFL gear for a family member or a friend for uh, for Christmas, uh, first off, gear, any it could be anything, man. Yeah, but we got Christmas coming up, so that's why I wanted to throw that out there. I'm saying with Christmas, if you, you know, with the World Cup is current. You know, I'm stealing your thunder. Any sporting, you could buy any sport on this page. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I said I said NFL. Um, yeah, it's it's any sport, but um, but also if you don't have anybody to send a gift to, just DM me, I'll send you my address. <laughs> but uh um go to toilettitles.com and click on our uh fanatics uh link that we have on the website. I'm not hundred percent sure if it's completely up and loaded at this moment. I know Campy was working on it earlier today. So if it's not, it should be up and going in the next couple of days. Um, but you'll just go to toilettitles.com, click on that fanatics link and purchase, make your purchase. You can still use any online um, uh, purchase codes that you have for any rebates or discounts or anything like that. Just like if you went straight to fanatics.com itself, the only difference is, your boys over here at T2T are going to get a little bit of a cut too. So that's going to help us to be able to continue to pay for the website. Campy helped us out a little bit with that whenever he first started. we got Coach over here funding everything out the pocket. This gives us a chance to be able to continue to keep things going um, and, and, and a lot less stress on us as well. So, uh, um, so again, that's just different ways for you guys to, uh, to help support us but you're already going to be out there buying gifts anyway or buying your own st st stuff because I'm uh, still highly considering that Justin Jefferson jersey. <laughs> still highly considering it. Every week I, I get more more closer to wanting it so bad. But anyway, um, so we're, you can go on there and we get that cutback or that kickback for you guys using fanatics.com. And there's going to be more affiliates coming. Nate's been working on one with, I believe, DraftKings, if I remember correct. Yeah. Um, and I've got a dozen of them that I can start working on. It's going to, it's not just going to be sports either. Like we're going to have Home Depot, Walmart. We're going to have all the different affiliates on there that I possibly can. I mean, the blue store. Um, <laughs> George doesn't like me to mention the blue store, but it's going to be on there as an affiliate. So, man. Um, I'm excited. I'm really yeah. excited to, to get that up and going. Oh, man, we already got Kevin Mack is in here saying he wants a Purdy jersey now. That would be Ooh. a pretty Purdy jersey. And and, and that's yeah. kind of – I'm going to kind of talk about Purdy a little bit. Oh, yeah. In a glowing fashion, you know, comparing to some other quarterbacks. So I don't want to get too much into that right now. Uncle Steve says he thinks he's going to get you a New England jersey, Justin. Okay, well – I mean, I, I got to keep warm somehow. I'll, I'll, I'll burn it in the fireplace. Yeah, there you go. There you go. All right. <laughs> hey, this week, it's the final bye week of the season. Just so you know, Atlanta Falcons. So if you got Algier, Cordero Patterson, uh, Drake London, it looks like he's coming on, man. But I can't wait to see him with like a quarterback who actually likes to throw the football, like really run an offense. It'll be interesting next year to see who it is at the helm with Drake London, with Kyle Pitts, when healthy. Cordero Patterson, Tyler Algier, you know, and then you got the Chicago Bears on by, which is tough because Justin, Justin Fields came back healthy. 
was great again last week, scored a lot of points. So if you're counting on him like I am, you can't this week. So I need to find a backup. I held on to Deshaun Watson. He's my only other option. And I don't feel very good about that after how he looked last week. He looked absolutely terrible. Uh, the Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers can't be an option for me, Aaron Jones. Uh, but but if you're already in the playoffs and you got a guy like uh, Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones, you're probably welcoming this bye week if you're already in the playoffs because next week they should come back and they should be a little bit more healthy, which should should, should help you in the long term. The Indianapolis Colts, they're going to be licking their wounds a little bit this week uh, coming off a of bye. Um, we're not, not, not losing this week. <laughs> not from the first three quarters. They actually, you know, put up, uh, you know, a pretty good fight. Uh, I went to bed at halftime because it was late and, and I've just been super busy. I hate the Sunday night games, man. They make me, I don't know if you know how I'm internally wired yet, which I believe you do. Yeah, I'm like I'm pretty, in. I'm really anxious. Like I get really into it and I hate Sunday night games and I hate Monday night games because when I stay up for those, man, I just panic. And then if it's good, I can't sleep because I'm fired up. And if it's bad, I can't sleep because I'm absolutely miserable. And it usually takes me about two or three days to recover. If I see a message from you at like 1030, I feel like there's an emergency. Yeah, that's <laughs> late. I'm, I'm, I'm usually asleep by like 930 p.m. All right. The Saints have a bye. And the Saints, man, what a tough way to go into the bye. They had that game. They blew it. Kamara, who I traded for two weeks ago, I traded Kamara in a second for CeeDee Lamb in a first, like not two weeks, like four or five weeks ago. And I feel terrible about it right now. <laughs> terrible. You know, I was upset with CD early in the year. Uh, he, he really wasn't getting into that alpha role. But boy, has he ever. And also yeah. Kellen Moore is doing his job. And CeeDee Lamb is constantly in motion. He's constantly getting them in good matchups and getting him the ball like 7 to 11 times a game, which is huge. But go ahead. Yeah, I'm sorry. You mentioned C.D. Lamb. I just got to throw it out there. So um, Dirty Jobs Mike, he beat me early in the season in Frankenstein, and he stole my Cooper Cup. I realized that several weeks later Cooper Cup got hurt, but I could have won a lot of games. I had it all planned out. I had it all lined out. My Frankenstein season was going to be amazing, but he ruined it by beating me early on. So I made it a personal vendetta to make sure I had my team ready to go to beat him this week in Frankenstein, and I did. And that victory not only gives me C.D. Lamb going into the Constellation Tournament, but it also is the one loss he needed to get him out of the tournament. Out oh, of the tournament. that's brutal. So I knocked him out of the Frankenstein because he stole my Cooper Cup early on, and that's what the Frankenstein is all about, baby. <laughs> that is brutal. That is that is the long you, – you had the long con right there. That's right. I got my yeah. revenge. You lulled him into a false sense of security, then you ripped that floor out from him right before the playoffs. Brutal. I'm sorry, Dirty Jobs. I'm sorry he did you dirty like that. All right. The Washington Commanders, they are also on by. And Ron Rivera is saying that even when Carson Wentz comes back, he's a backup. So – it's Heineke. It's Heineke. And then also Sam Howell, man. I'd love to see Sam Howell before we see Carson Wentz. We already know what we got with Carson Wentz. I think the Washington Commanders, they're not the San Francisco 49ers. But let's say they're the San Francisco 49ers light, right? They're like a, a B-level San Francisco 49ers. They got the good defense, decent linebackers, got the pass rush, you know, decent secondary, decent offensive line, athletic running backs. You know, I think how the 49ers make it work with, you know, mid-tier tier quarterbacks. I think they, they, the commanders can do the same. They've done it with Heineke. And I, I think that they'd possibly be able to do it with, with Sam Howell. And I know they're not going to throw him in the fire, especially if the playoffs are, you know, 
an option for them if it's possible. But if they get eliminated from the playoffs, if that happens, I would like them to put Sam Howell in and see, see what he can do. But I also like Taylor Heineke. So I don't want to see him lose his job, but I also don't want to see Carson Wentz as an option because that dude is just terrible. Uh, Barrel's in here. He is saying you're, you're cold blooded, man. Barrel Joffrey. He, right. he approves. He said, he says you're cold blooded. All right. Patreon.com, patreon.com backslash toilets titles is another way you can support the show. Again, it keeps the lights on for us and uh, you can support the show. Like, for less than what it would cost you to get a cup of coffee. The first tier, $3 a month, gets you into the Discord group chat, also gets you access to the weekly 15-minute episode we do, and we're going to have some bonus content throughout the offseason that's just going to go to the Patreons. Uh, $5 is the second tier, automatically gets you all of that, as well as an invite to Frankenstein. Tier 3 is $7.50, uh, $7.50 a month. That's one-on-one draft advice, DFS advice, one-on-one advice from anybody at Toilets Titles. Tier 10 is free entry into Frankenstein and all the things listed before that. And that's a $25 value. So you're saving money out the gate. And then tier five is 20 bucks, man. And that's the tier for you. We give you one-on-one roster analysis and we do a 30 minute episode about any one of your fantasy leagues. You send us a link to your league. We break it down and we record it live on air and it goes on our YouTube channel. So anybody can come on and when they're searching our videos, an episode about your league pops up. So that's, I mean, that's a lot, you know, so that's significant and we are trying to make it worth you. But, but again, if you like the show, you want to support the show, you want us to keep going, all this stuff helps, helps us and uh, helps us run this thing. So let's talk about games of the week, man. Uh, it's time to get into some real meat and potatoes of the episode. Your game last week was Titans at Eagles. Uh, it was 10 to 35. It was 25 point differential. What, what was your thoughts on that game? I, well, I, I feel like, um, the, uh, the Titans gave up on the runway too early. I, I get that they were down early. The only way you come back on that team is if you get that run going. Uh, uh, Henry only had 11 carries for 30 yards. You, you can't do much with that. Like He needs time to get going, and he gets warmer as the game goes. you got to keep feeding the beast, even if it means you got to punt a couple more times <clears throat> in the first half to open up that pass. Um, Tannehill just is not good enough. To, to be that quarterback without a solid running game. So um, I, I, was, I was kind of embarrassed by that one. I knew that it, that the Eagles are going to win. I knew it was going to be somewhat of a sizable game. But I chose my game of the week that because of all the fantasy um, implications as well uh, in multiple leagues. So uh, I kind of felt like I was I was going to be invested in it. So um, and then I got bored with it early. So it was I'm, I feel ashamed that I chose that as my game of the week. Man, I'm glad I didn't pick Colts Cowboys because that's the only other game I think with a higher point differential. Lori asked me why neither of us chose, you know, your team versus my team, and right. both of us were kind of like, you know, it, it's I, like I didn't want to jinx it more than right. anything. Yeah, and I, I thought it was going to be an ugly game, you know, just because Jeff Saturday and who knows the Colts are either going to come in fired up or they're going to come in which they were, but then they got a little sloppy and it's. I mean, with that coaching staff and which with the situation they're in right now, you know, that's understandable, but you just, you don't know what you were going to get for 60 minutes. And I also, I wasn't sure if the Cowboys were going to play down or play up. And, and I think, I mean, rightfully so it was pretty all over the place. So um, my 40 minutes, I was entertained. Like I, yeah. I was, I was happy to watch that game. It was yeah, a good you, fun game. You guys played well. They played yeah. very well. You know, I was, I was pretty pissed off about the play or the, uh, the refereeing at the very beginning and, yeah. and from both sides, like they were, they were horrible. That first quarter was just bad. But yeah. after that, the, the refs kind of settled in, and I, I feel like they played a much better game as well. Man, Thanksgiving was even worse. Thanksgiving, oh, yeah. the, the referee for that game, it was like he was trying to be the star. 
Like oh, it, it, it was his breakout performance. It was terrible. Like I was listening to a Cowboys podcast today and they were like, man, the Cowboys, they only had three penalties. Like they're talking about all the wins, like the moral victories and the wins and the positive things. And one of them was the lack of penalties. And I wanted to say like, we are, so when you, you can look at a refereeing crew, you can find their statistics and you can see the ones that call a lot of penalties and that crew going into the Cowboys Giants game on Thanksgiving calls a lot of penalties. So I don't think it's a win to have minimal penalties this week because I don't think it really matter. I don't think the Cowboys changed anything. I think the referee crew was different and they just called less penalties yeah. and, you know, call it like it is just and some... by the way, calling less penalties doesn't necessarily mean they're calling a great game either. That, no. just means that they could have missed several calls yeah. like that intentional grounding on Matt Ryan or that yeah. face mask against Matt Ryan. Like, yeah. Just unbelievable. It, I it felt was... like they gave us the face mask to make up for the missed call, you know, like, on, on the, the intentional grounding, yeah, I which mean, isn't cool either. Uh, you can't do that either. Yeah, I'd, I would rather them just call it the right way the first time. Right. Or, and I've made this a point on this show a couple times, so I'll make this short and sweet. But at this point, everything can be reviewed from New York in the matter of seconds. And they can just ring in if it needs to be – if they need to slow it down and take the time. And it only takes about 20 to 30 seconds, even when they do go to instant replay in most cases, to just speed it up and get it right. Let's just get it right. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100% agreed. All right, I picked Browns at Texans, and basically that that <laughs> speaks for itself, why that was interesting to me. So much drama there. And even though Deshaun Watson looked terrible, Nick Chubb didn't have his best game, Mark Cooper didn't have his best game, Browns still ended up coming out of that one 27-13. That's a 14-point differential. Uh, if you've been following the show, you know me and Justin are doing a little bit of a competition. Justin was in the lead for a few weeks, uh, now his point differential for the season is 165 minus 156. So I am back in the lead and we're doing this throughout the regular season. And uh, this week, my game of the week is Dolphins at Chargers Sunday night football. I think the Dolphins are going to bounce back in a huge way. San Francisco 49ers were my team predicted from the NFC to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. So they're, they're no slouch. And also, you know, with Mike McDaniel, he came from San Francisco so, you know, Kyle Shanahan, like they know Mike McDaniel. They know how to stop him. Dolphins started out hot. They got shut down. They're going to be in California again. They're going to be in sunny L.A. I think, you know, Jalen Waddle's going to bounce back. I think Tyreek's going to have a big game. I wouldn't be surprised if that running game gets going, whether it's Mostert, whether it's Jeff Wilson. But also, on the other hand, Justin Herbert's looked good. And the Chargers are fighting for something. So, it'll be very exciting. I think this is just going to be an electrifying game. Sunday Night Football. I have no dog in this fight. You know, I got a few players in fantasy-wise, so so I will be invested. But also, this is the type of game I can throw on on Sunday night and not get worked up about. Just sit back and enjoy because it's going to be some – and even Der Derwin James on the defensive side of the football, I, I love watching that guy play Javon Holland for Miami. A lot of stars in this one. What's your game of the week, Justin? So I chose the Vikings and the Lions uh, again – this week I kind of went along with what I did last week, even though it kind of bit me, the fantasy implications. With six teams on by this week, our uh, our fantasy um, options are very limited. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of – well, I'm not glad. Obviously, I'm not at all glad that I got kicked out of Scott Fishbowl in the second round. But had I still been in there for the second round, I would be starting a guy that was out in my Superflex. Um, <laughs> because of all the different buys and injuries that have popped up. So it would have just been even more miserable this week. But uh, 
but there's a you were kicked of, out of the Scott Fishbowl. That's important to know. I was beaten. He was eliminated because there are people who've been kicked out. Yeah. And oh, they that's get, yeah, that's true. <laughs> and they get and they get put on a list and they get never invited back again. But you, well, I still you. might be on that list because Scott Fish was very open and asked about um, any. Uh, uh, critiques that we might have against the way it was set up and i was very adamant about uh the huge advantage that the my fantasy league guys have over the sleeper wire or sleeper app guys um and that they can start multiple kickers in situations like this where there's a lot of buys and a lot of injuries now is when it matters and and there's a lot of guys that are going to be starting a lot of kickers in the uh, my fantasy league uh, uh divisions that are going to be able to advance and all of us guys on the sleeper app that can only start the one kicker um, are getting kicked out pretty rapidly right now. So, uh, no um, pun intended. Yeah, yeah, I mean eliminated. Yeah. But anyhow, so I chose the Vikings at the Lions because there are a ton of fantasy players that are still playing this week in that game. So you've got Swift and 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 um, uh, shoot, now I'm blanking the guy that's scoring all the touchdowns. Um, oh, Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. And you've got uh, even Ross St. Brown. <clears throat> yeah, Amon Ross St. Brown. Even golf is viable in a two quarterback league now because of all the, uh, you know, you're, you're missing six. Um, and then, of course, on the other side, you got Cousins, Cook, um, uh, Justin Jefferson, even Thielen. And, of course, TJ Hawkinson has been tearing it up. There's just so many different fantasy. Hawkinson revenge game? Oh man, I'm looking forward to it. I I've been on that Hawkinson bandwagon since he since he went there. I've been pushing for him in fantasy, and and it only got better when he went to the Vikings. So I'm 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 amped about that one. There's a, rumor has it that you're growing a mohawk underneath that hat for T.J. Hawkinson. Don't don't uh, reveal it. Why? I don't mind. He revealed I, it. He revealed it. I have before, it's, it's getting there, so I'm I'm gonna get another haircut for. Uh, but you know what it actually reminds me of, and I didn't realize it until I saw it this weekend. Um, George Kittle actually has what I'm what I'm eventually trying to get, where it's completely shaved on the sides and the back, and right. then just long on the top. That's what I'm going for. So, man, um, Shay's in here asking the tough questions. He wants to know. What sleeper wide receiver is going to win leagues for teams right now? That's tough. And this guy, go, go ahead. You got one. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I got one. I've got one that could potentially be something. Uh, Romeo Dobbs or Dubs should be coming back from injury here pretty soon. And I know Christian Watson's tearing it up, but they need somebody else on the other side. They've not had somebody that's really stepped up and been that number one. And, and Dubs was actually doing really well. Um, and then, of course, for the uh, turtle heads here in a minute, I've got another one that you can look out for 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 next season. Right. I, I like you know I like Josh Palmer. You know I wouldn't say he's a sleeper, but you know with that offense with Justin Herbert, I think he's steady Eddie. But this guy isn't a sleeper, and it's going to burn Shay to hear it. Shay's a Rams fan, big big time Rams fan. And Shay, if I if the Cowboys, if you told me, right, if the ghost of Christmas future woke me up in the middle of the night and said john i will allow the cowboys to win a super bowl but they will go oh and 17 the next season i would sign up for that in a heartbeat <laughs> super bowls yeah. i would i would sign up for that in a heartbeat i said where do i sign so right. bravo to you and the rams that won the super bowl and who cares you know this year you still got that ring so enjoy it that being said this guy isn't a sleeper but it's it's Debo Samuel. 
He's only wide receiver 23 right now. And a lot of people are pretty low on this cat. He had 12 points last week, seven points the week before, and then he had a 22-point performance. And before that, it was seven, nine. So he's not really having those huge performances. That being said, I think he's very quarterback friendly. Ayuk's a good wide receiver. Ayuk can get open. Ayuk's got good hands. But with Brock Purdy, I don't think they're necessarily – and they, they let him throw the other night. But I think they threw him in. They wanted to run the offense they were planning on, on, on running. Now that having a week practicing him at QB1 – they're going to see what he's good at. They're going to probably try to mold the offense a little bit. And I think Debo Samuel, he's going to get forced touches because it's easier to get him touches than it is to get Brandon Ayuk touches. I think it's going to be Christian McCaffrey. It's going to be Debo Samuel. It's going to be jo- Barrel. Overall, as a wide receiver, I think Brandon Ayuk was. I'm with you, but this is Brock Purdy at quarterback, and this is Kyle Shanahan. And he's a clever guy and they have a very good defense and they don't have to score 50 points a game. They're going to punch you in the mouth on defense. They're going to move the ball on offense and they're going to hope for big plays. And they're going to try to generate big plays, not by throwing the ball 50 yards downfield, by doing a two yard screen, by doing some misdirection, by handing the ball to our wide receiver on a jet sweep. So I just think Debo down the stretch, look for a huge uptick in points. Yeah, he has been hurting, but I think he's going to have a huge uptick in points coming down the stretch with, with Brock Brock Purdy, man. And they're, and they're also missing their, uh, their backup running back as well. Yeah, so Elijah trading, Mitchell. Yeah, so – and after trading Way Wilson. So, that I mean, they need a little bit more run support there. Yeah, and I would think George Kittle as well. Like George Kittle, like he's not a, a wide receiver. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm answering another question. This isn't the question you asked. But I also think he's going to be – I think he moves in front of IU because I think, you know, a rookie quarterback – you know, they're a safety blanket, they're tight end. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, Shay's also asking NFC title game, Philly versus Dallas or other team. After what San Francisco did to Dallas in the playoffs last year, it is, it's, it's going to be hard for me to believe Dallas can face them in the playoffs and not get bullied. I would love it to happen. I hope it happens, but I just, I don't care that Brock Purdy's at quarterback, man. I, I don't know how much of a drop off that is from Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, I don't know if that's crazy or if that's blasphemy, but that defense, they're they're physical, they're tough, they're fast. Dre Greenlaw, Fred Warner, Tilanoa Hufunga, you know, then you got Nick Bosa, like, uh, you know, they they intimidate me. And they've been there, and, and they can pound the rock. And Dallas is just so hot and cold. You know, I, I don't know if they're going to peak, and I don't know if they're going to continue to peak. I, I could see them going into the playoffs, having a huge win, and then just being absolutely flat the next week because they've been drinking their own Kool-Aid. So hard to tell. I do think Philly makes it, though. Philly Philly right now, with Garoppolo going down, probably has the inside track to the Super Bowl for the NFC. So, you know, they, they, they're absolutely loaded. And uh, they're going to be getting healthy at the right time with Dallas Goddard. He's going to be coming back in a few weeks. Robert Quinn, they just shut him down for four weeks, so he's going to be coming back for the playoffs. So, Justin, who do you think has the inside track for the NFC? I mean, after getting whipped by the Cowboys, it's easy to say it's going to be the Cowboys for me, but I'm also about to see the Colts get whipped by the Vikings after their bye week. So um, <laughs> I, I felt the Vikings most of the season. I've kind of felt that way. I, I kind of hate to go against that, so – but I just don't think that there's a complete all-around team as the Cowboys. So, I hope you're right. I hope I'm just, you know, just a little gun-shy. But, all right, let's go on to betting locks of the week. I got Philadelphia minus 6.5 at the New York Giants. I got some Giants fans in here, so I apologize. 
That being said, the Giants barely scraped by with a tie this past week, and that likely took the air out of their sails. They're going to be a little bit disappointed going into this one. The Eagles are hot. After losing a fluke game to the Commanders, they'll be on alert. They'll be on upset alert. Like They, they lost to the Commanders. I don't think they're going to come into this game and allow that to happen again. And uh, I think they're going to bury the Giants early. I, I do. Then Miami Dolphins minus two and a half, the LA Chargers. I think the Dolphins will bounce back in this one. The Chargers have struggled to contain teams, offenses uh, that are much weak, weaker than the Dolphins. I think Reek, Waddle, both go over 100 yards in this one, and the Dolphins beat the Chargers by five or more. So, Justin, who are your turtle heads this week, my friend? All right, so my first turtle head is uh, from my Indianapolis Colts, Paris Campbell. Um, because right now they're all turtle heads at best. Um, but uh, wide receiver for Indianapolis, Paris Campbell. Um, this is a dynasty-only move. Um, he's kind of been in a piss-poor offense with a has-been quarterback, but Paris Campbell has finally been able to stay healthy, and he's finally kind of molding into that uh, that that slot wide receiver role that the Colts have needed him needed from since they drafted him. Really, uh, he's been playing as the as a wide receiver four for fantasy purposes in his fourth season right now he has the speed and the talent to prevail but imagine how good he could be if the colts are able to go out and draft a good quarterback this offseason and if you don't think that they are going to go out and draft a good quarterback this offseason because they tend to have had a track record of that lately then so be it campbell only cost you a fourth or fifth round pick but on top of that you probably don't even need to spend a draft pick to get them you can probably send some other even trade to the campbell owner that you uh that you see somewhere else that you think will help your team and then just have them throw in campbell for free on the side as an added throw-in player and they're probably going to do it um just to push the trade through so uh just some easy little trade tricks right there because i do believe that paris campbell a healthy paris campbell with increasing his ability from year to year, being able to stay healthy and having a better quarterback with hopefully a more stable system next season, there there's nowhere to go but up from a wide receiver four standpoint. Uh, very likely chance that he could be a, a, a high-end wide receiver three, maybe even a low-end wide receiver two if one of the two guys ahead of him get injured as well. <clears throat> the other guy I got is Kareem Hunt. I have multiple reasons for this, but essentially right now he's playing for the five and seven Browns and the Browns technically still are not out of the playoff hunt. <laughs> Get it? Uh, but at some point soon, they will likely be out of the playoff hunt and they're going to have less reason to want to run all those miles on, on Chubb. So Chubb is their bell cow right now. And he's, um, uh, and it's tough to justify, like I said, all those extra miles on his knees if they're not going to be playing him. So Chubb currently has a share opportunity of 62.1% to Hunt's 34.3%. So a third of the time they're running with Hunt or throwing to Hunt, and two-thirds of the time uh, it's to Chubb. Even with just a third of the opportunities right now, he's still a high-end RB4 uh, in fantasy, and he's only 27 years old, and he has a lot of extra miles under his belt than most 27-year-old running backs would have at this point in their career between the suspension and being a backup. But he still has that talent to be that top guy. And even if that opportunity doesn't come at the end of this season, he is an unrestricted free agent this offseason. 
um, which means he stands to make a whole lot of money to go be some other team's actual bell cow, which we know he's capable of. Uh, and he has the, like I said, the extra miles available to him. So I think that he's going to have a real opportunity to break out huge next season and you can get him for cheap right now at the end of this season. Does he go back to Kansas city? They need him, man. I mean, Pache- Pacheco looks good, but you know, I, I definitely think, turned, he- right. I mean, <sighs> I, I don't know. It's one of those situations, like, I'm not rooting for the guy, but right. he's going to land somewhere. Or Baltimore, like, Dobbins isn't working out. You know, he's hurt. Gus Edwards, you know. Baltimore's played him twice a year for the past few years, and the way he plays, man, he would fit right in. Buffalo, you know, their committee, these are all committee teams that could use, like, a, they've been trying to find a guy like him. You know, Buffalo, when they drafted Zach Moss, they were hoping Zach Moss could beat Kareem Hunt, and he just wasn't. They got rid of him. So yep. it'd be interesting. All right, I'm going to go through the dudes and duds. My dudes and duds weekly, you can find on toiletstotitles.com in article form. I'm going to start this off. My first dude, quarterback, Tua Tagovailoa at the LA Chargers. Uh, Tua was head to below, held to below 17 points in each of his last two games while facing the league's fourth and third best defenses against the quarterback. Tua and the Dolphins head to sunny LA. They face a Chargers defense that is ranked 20th against the pass. So after playing the third and the fourth defense, ranked defense rather, you know, 20th is going to feel absolutely phenomenal. Look for a huge breakout performance again. If you're a team with Tua or Waddle or Reek and you're you're on the cusp of getting into the playoffs, be grateful because those dudes are absolutely going to ball. Uh, Dak Prescott versus the Houston Texans. Dak has been bitten by the turnover bug a bit for the most uh, for the past few weeks. He's been able to overcome it, even though you know he's had a few interceptions last week. He had one early. He threw for three touchdowns, so it worked out. He's thrown 10 passing touchdowns over the last four weeks and has benefited from playing in an offense next to Zeke, next to Tony Pollard. And I think those guys are going to help him. The Houston Texans passing defense has actually been pretty decent. But Zeke, Pollard, the way CD's coming on, Michael Gallup, Dalton Schultz, Jake Ferguson, they got weapons. I think Dak throws for over 250 yards and two touchdowns. So I'm playing him as a dude. Dallas Cowboys running backs versus the Houston Texans. I'm going back-to-back Cowboys here. You read that right. I'm starting Pollard, and I'm starting Zeke, all right? In four of his last five games, Tony Pollard has topped 20 PPR points. In his last five games, Ezekiel Elliott has topped 15 PPR points. Both of these guys are eating and have a very high floor. I love Pollard as an RB1, RB2. I love Zeke as a flex. If I have the option, I'm playing both of them. Texans defense is allowing 26 points per game to opposing running backs. So there's enough in there for both of them. Uh, Deontay Foreman at the Seattle Seahawks. Before the bye week, Foreman faced the top 10 rushing defense in the Denver Broncos. He hit them for 113 yards in the ground. So he wasn't scared, man. Foreman will be rested, and this week will be facing a rushing defense that's not top 10, not (laughs) top 20, not even top 25. The Chargers are 29th against the run. I'm sorry, the Seahawks are 29th against the run. I don't know why I said the Chargers. I must have them on my brain. Uh, But they're giving up an average of 25 points per game to opposing running backs. So, So look for this kid to absolutely go off. All right, Jalen Waddle at the L.A. Chargers. I'm stacking him with two attack of Iloa. Waddle has not topped 15 fantasy points or scored a touchdown since week nine. I believe he does both. He's going to change that. He's going to do both this week. He's going over 15 points. He's not just scoring one touchdown. He's scoring two. So book it. Put him in there. Amon Ross St. Brown versus the Minnesota Vikings. St. Brown has been an absolute problem since week, week 10, going for a total of 37 receptions. 431 yards and three touchdowns since week 10. That is absolutely phenomenal. In that time span, that puts him at wide receiver two in all fantasy PPR formats. 
I'm playing the hot hand here, and I feel pretty confident about it since the Vikings are allowing 32 points per game to opposing wide receivers, which is 29th in the NFL. Not very good. Hunter Henry, this is a name you have not heard on the dudes list in quite some time. At the Arizona Cardinals, I'm old enough to remember when the Patriots brought in Henry and John o. Smith, and they were going to change the game again, and those two are going to be the second coming of Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. Well, that shine wore off very early on those signings. Uh, Henry has been pretty disappointing. He's more than capable of going off against a Cardinals defense that is allowing the most points to opposing tight ends this season. So if you got Henry, you got a tough choice to make. I'm feeling confident in him this week. Start him up. Finally, at the flex play. Oh, go ahead, man. Man, I've got in my main home league, I have to win this week to uh, uh, to lock in uh, my division, the division title. It's, it's 50 bucks, right? So uh, yeah. I've got Jalen Waddle, and I have both of the Cowboys running backs. So Start uh, him up, baby. Appreciate yeah. that. Hell yeah. And then finally at the flex, Samaj P. Ryan versus the Cleveland Browns. This hinges on whether or not Joe Mixon suits up. If Mixon plays, put him in as the flex play over P. Ryan. If he doesn't play, I'm, I'm comfortable with P. Ryan as a flex, man. He's been a dude. Uh, I feel completely comfortable because Samaj, he has the second most points per game. I'm sorry, the Browns are allowing the second most points per game to opposing running backs. And P. Ryan has been the RB2 with 69 total fantasy points since week 11. All right, like RB2. Uh, you know, all fantasy running backs since week 11, which give me that 69 points. I'll take that. And my duds, I'm starting off with a hot name, man. Very hot name. Oh, yeah. Patrick Mahomes at the Denver Broncos. Mahomes and the Chiefs are coming off a tough loss, and now they have to head to Denver to face a Broncos team that are kings. They're the kings of ugly football. That is what they do. They love ugly football up in Denver. All right, that's why they brought in Russell Wilson, and that's how he's played. He's absolutely bought into that ugly football mantra. The Broncos have been absolutely stout in defense. will make it difficult for the Chiefs to try and bounce back. I don't like Patrick Mahomes this week. Tom Brady at the San Francisco 49ers. I'm sure when Brady saw this game on the schedule, like before the season, he saw this game, and he's like, man, I'm going to circle this one. Homecoming, San Francisco, I'm from California. I can't wait. As of today, I don't think he's quite as excited to head to San Francisco. The 49ers will be rolling with third-string quarterback Brock Purdy, and their defense will have to be extra locked in to keep things rolling and keep this team afloat, and they're going to make this a low-scoring affair. Shut down Tom Brady. Uh, James Conner versus the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are now the number one ranked defense, run defense in all football, allowing a measly 14 points per game to opposing running backs. Conner will have his hands full this week, and not only will he fail to get a touchdown – he will fail to top 50 yards in the ground. Travis Etienne at the Tennessee Titans. Fantasy managers were very happy to find out that Etienne did not suffer a serious injury two weeks ago, but just because he's not severely hurt does not mean he's an automatic start. Travis has not topped 10 fantasy points since week nine, and he'll be facing a Titans defense that is seventh best in the league against a run. Amari Cooper at the Cincinnati Bengals. What, what do we got here? Y'all, please stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Sorry, I shouldn't have read that. That's just for the listener. Yeah. <laughs> Amari Cooper. No, you're good. Amari Cooper at this. I thought you were sending me signals. Amari Cooper at the Cincinnati Bengals. No, that's what uh, the private chat's for. Yeah, yeah true. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Watson looked off last yeah. week, man. And unfortunately, he's not going to fix it immediately. It's going to take some time to get back in the swing of things. And that's going to hurt Amari Cooper, man. Even though Amari Cooper is very quarterback friendly, I don't like him. Big big drop off surprisingly from from Watson to, from Brissett to Watson so I don't feel good I'm sitting Cooper until they get it figured out Brandon Ayuk for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers I kind of I kind of alluded to this earlier with Jimmy GQ down and the 49ers having an upcoming bout against the Buccaneers and their strong defense I expect Ayuk to take a step back look for CMC to dominate the touches in this one sprinkles of Debo sprinkles of George Kittle 
And Ayuk, you know, they're going to have to wait till this kid's confident before they start really sprinkling him in. I expect him to have about four catches, maybe about 45 yards, which that's dud worthy for, for a guy who, who you'd like to have as a wide receiver one. Uh, Brevin Jordan at the Dallas Cowboys. Jordan got the start in week 13 and gifted all any fantasy managers. I can't say all because I don't know how many people started him. Anybody who started him, they got 10 PPR points, which is decent for a tight end. It's very promising. Definitely keeping an eye on him the next few weeks, but I will not be starting him this week. The Cowboys are only giving up six points per game to opposing tight ends, and Jordan is going to be a non-factor. Week 14, finally, Rashad White at the San Francisco 49ers. As I stated previously, the 49ers defense will understand the task going forward, and the task is absolutely dominate opposing offense and keep them under 14 points per game. The 49ers defense is great against the run, and they'll keep White under 10 PPR points this week. Slow your roll. Or you're all in, Justin. Where are we at? Um, okay, so I'm going to be honest with you. I kind of mailed it in on this one a little bit today. I've been so busy with this Frankenstein. Wait, wait. We got, we got, I'm sorry. We got a question from Shana. So I, uh, who's the tight end that you should start in the bye week? I mentioned it earlier. Hunter Henry. Confident. Start get, get Hunter Henry. I'm sure he's available and start him up. I'm sorry. I tell you what, if we, you have a few minutes here, Shana. If, you, uh, if he's not available – because there are so many uh, bye weeks and stuff. Tell us a list of who is available, and we'll tell you. Uh, because every league is so different. Like, we don't know how deep it is on your free agency. So yeah. tell us who your options are, and tell us some of the top options in your free agency. Type it in there real quick, and we'll let you know before we go, if we see it up there before we go. But on this slow your roll, I kind of mailed it in today because uh, I, I spent so much time on that Frankenstein today trying to navigate through the My Fantasy League, and it got me thinking, man, what am I the most giddy about right now? to say that I'm all in on, and that is not only the Frankenstein playoffs, but all the fantasy playoffs. Guys, this is what we work for. Like yeah. The entire offseason has built up to the kickoff of week one, and then all the hard work from week one up to this point has led to your fantasy football playoffs. And if you're not in the playoffs yet, you probably only have one more week left, and you're fighting for playoff seating or a playoff spot. Um, and that's what it's all about. Uh, even, even in the leagues where – I've been eliminated. Like you have so much fun leading up to it. And then that's that, it's that, that fun moment where it's like, Oh man, here we go. And then I'm also super stoked and all in about giving away this CD lamb rookie card to the next uh, five star, um, uh, five star review that we get on Apple podcast. Yes. CD lamb rookie card going to you. <laughs> also we're doing a Raz right now. I forgot to mention this earlier too. I got a Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and the Jigba signed mini helmet. Uh, $10 per spot, 25 spots. Winner gets both mini helmets. All right. I think we have about 20 spots still available. So DM me on the Twitter at Coach Sheps or at Toilets of Titles, and uh, I'll send you the link of that. Once that fills, we will randomize the winner on air, package it up, send it out to you. So all good stuff. And Garrett Wilson looks like a dog. And Jackson Smith, the Jigba, is going to be a dog. She said Henry is, Najoku, Dolchich, Ingram, Conklin. I love Dolchich, but he's just with Russell Wilson. He's been so hot and cold. I've been riding with him, honestly. I, I like Hunter Henry. So George said Hunter Henry or Evan Ingram. I'd be confident with either of those two. All right. I'm all in on Purdy season. That that's I've been saving this, man. I kind of been working up to it. Brock Purdy, baby. He was 25 for 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Man, if he can get you about 200 yards a game, which I think he can do, I think the 49ers are going to be all right. I believe Shanahan and the 49ers, they know how to win with backup quarterbacks. CJ Beathard, Nick Mullins. Jimmy Garoppolo, like those are backup quarterbacks, man. 
Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle, Kittle are very quarterback friendly. And Ayuk is a great fourth option. Anybody would love to have him as a fourth option. I don't think he'll be a top quarter, top 10 quarterback, but all he needs to be is a top 20 quarterback and the 49ers will be all right. And I think this dude's going to be a top 20 quarterback weekly and the 49ers are going to be all right. Justin, this time next week. Uh, so this time next week, Last week, I said that uh, Chubb, A.J. Brown, and George Kittle were all going to score a touchdown. That was a deadlock I was trying to give you guys, for those of you that like to do parlays. And if you did that, I apologize because I cost you some money. Um, uh, A.J. Brown did have two touchdowns, but unfortunately that would do nothing for you in this parlay because Chubb and Kittle, neither one had a touchdown. Um, so uh, I decided to throw that out. I tried that for a couple of weeks. I was hoping to make a thing of it. Um, obviously, that I shouldn't do that because I'm going to hurt people with their, their parlays. So instead, I'm going to talk about how um, – uh, the fantasy world is going to be screaming at Roger Goodell and the NFL for the scheduling of these late bye weeks. It's been a few seasons in a row now. This time they kind of tease us with that um, that week 12 where there were no bye weeks at all. And, uh, and then you have a couple here, and then now all of a sudden six in the fantasy playoffs. Not that Goodell really cares about your fantasy team and not that the NFL really cares – but we're going to be screaming about it either way. You're going to see a lot of pissed off people on Twitter uh, because they lost their playoffs because they had to start uh, Marlon Mack in their uh, super flex spot. Man. Yeah. It's it. I, I don't like week 14 buys at all, especially after we had a buy. Was it last week with absolutely zero buys? Like just give it to us then make that right. the last buy. Why give us an off week of buys? And then right. you know, it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, I said last week that we were going to say this time, next week uh we're still live in sfb i know you got eliminated you didn't get removed you're not banned but i'm around i made it i advanced to the third round i think jason did i think george did i think campy did i think he's doing really well anybody yep. else from titles i'm not i'm not thinking of but uh we made it man i was a thousand 1011 out of 1200 so i'm not at the top but I'm, I'm also not at the bottom and i feel better this week i got james cook isaiah pacheco patrick mahomes jalen hurts Dubs comes back. I'll be pretty confident. I have Jalen Waddle, uh, Dalton Schultz, and I'm starting two kickers. I'm starting Gano and I'm starting Myers. So, so let me let me start those kickers, man. Uh, yeah, what's your good. so Thank so? You my prediction for this time next week, we are going to be saying Odell Beckham is, is in fact the Dallas Cowboy, but we don't know when he's going to be playing football for the Dallas Cowboys. So that, that's my prediction. Justin, we are running a little bit late. We got the head-to-head -head guys chopping at the bit, and they're, they're defensive guys. So I, I don't want to get Terry Tated, have, have uh, <laughs> Nino or Jared just come through the screen and, and blast me away. So we got to wrap this thing up. Do you have anything we need to say to the listener before we, we cut this thing off? Um, no, I just – okay, I guess kind of. So within the T2T &T family – and some of the uh, listeners here lately, we've been hearing a lot of bad news, like with different people's family members, lost loved ones. Um, thoughts are the thoughts are with you guys and yourself in included, coach and and Campy recently. And there's just been a, there's been a lot of loss lately. So um, the love is here. We still appreciate you guys. You have some support here. Reach out to us if you need to talk uh, at any time. We're always willing to chat. Yeah, I appreciate that. And there's not much I can say other than that. There's a lot of people in here this evening. The family's growing. I appreciate everybody who spent some time with us tonight. If you weren't live, we'd love to see you live next week. If not, you know, we still appreciate you watching after the fact, listening after the fact. If you could throw us a like, comment, five-star Apple review, all that stuff really helps. 
get people to subscribe to the show. For every subscriber up until Christmas, we're donating $2 to the St. Jude's Children's Hospital, which is another way we can help somebody out. We, again, we appreciate you. That's it. Good luck this week. Hopefully you get into the playoffs. And if you don't get into the playoffs, it's always next year. I love the offseason. The offseason is the season of hope. And we will be with you all offseason to walk you. We'll hold your hand. We will walk you through the offseason and help build you up from the toilet bowl to the title. All right. Catch you all later on. Take care.